chapter seventy four of the wild huntress this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox org recording by kathleen the wild huntress by thomas main reed chapter seventy four a beautiful hostess aha stranger said she as i approached the tent he has altered your appearance wonderfully oh you are not so frightful now come in here is pinoli and a little broiled goat's flesh i am sorry i did not bring some of the wild sheep it is most excellent but in my haste i did not think of it bread i cannot give you we never have it here i have been accustomed to ruder fare than this said i accepting the poffered viands and without further ceremony seating myself to discuss them there was an interval of silence during which i continued eating once or twice my hostess went out returning again to see if anything was wanted the warlike preparations going on outside appeared greatly to interest her and i thought she regarded them with impatience or as if anxious about the event who or what was the object of this solicitude Wakara, in what relationship stood she to the chief a captive she could scarcely be else would she not have been permitted to stray so far from the encampment his wife the separate tent as also the style used by the utah in addressing her negatived the idea what then i longed to hear the history of this wild huntress but the opportunity had not yet arrived ah said she returning once more within the tent i fear they will be too late the red post is only just now erected and the war-dance may last for an hour it is a useless ceremony only a superstition the chief himself does not believe in it but his braves will not go to battle without performing it hark they are commencing the conte i caught the low monotone of many voices gradually rising and swelling into a prolonged chorus at intervals one was heard speaking in solo as if proclaiming some distinguished deed to incite the warriors to emulation then followed a clangor of yells and loud whoops breathing menace and revenge it is the war-song that accompanies their dance added she you may rest till it is finished then you must be ready they will ride off as soon as the ceremony is over she flung herself on one of the buffalo robes that covered the floor of the tent and half seated half reclining appeared to reflect the attitude displayed a feminine form of magnificent outlines and with a face dazzlingly beautiful this singular woman presented a picture something more than attractive wakara must love her thought i as i made this reflection i again observed the melancholy expression upon her countenance and once more the resemblance to her of whom i was thinking my interest in the beautiful huntress was every moment augmenting i felt an indescribable yearning to hear the story of her misfortunes for in no other light could i regard the situation in which i had found her you have promised to tell me of yourself said i reminding her of what she had said i shall keep my promise upon the condition of which i have forewarned you name it then if not impossible i am ready to accept it it is not impossible though it may tax your generosity more than you expect 
you have said that you intend returning to the states will you take me with you a start must have betrayed my astonishment at the unexpected request willingly i replied but now i fear it is impossible your journey is not ended is that what you mean alas i know not when or where it may end that is strange but you intend to go back some time till then let me be your travelling companion the proposal left me for the moment without a word to say oh do not refuse me continued she in an appealing tone i will wait upon you i will hunt for you anything but longer i cannot stay here with all their kindness and they have been kind in their own rude fashion i cannot remain i long for the society of civilized beings oh stranger i cannot tell you how i long to see she hesitated whom i asked in expectation of hearing a name a sister a sweet gentle sister who loved me as her own life whom i loved more than my life oh not till we were parted knew i the strength of that love how long since you have seen this sister six months ago i left her deceived by a villain i left her six years it has seemed oh i cannot endure this savage life they honor me they give me all the hospitality in their power but i am not happy stranger say you will relieve me from this terrible existence say you will take me with you i freely promise it if it be your desire but what of these will they will he consent who wakara yes yes he has said i may go whenever an opportunity should offer brave chief he has nobly kept his word to him who is now no more to whom to him who saved my life to him who saved me ah see the chief approaches the war-song is ended at another time i shall tell you all but not now we must haste or the warriors will be gone surely you do not intend to accompany us the women follow at a distance to take care of the wounded i go with them the voice of wakara calling to me to join him and his warriors put an end to a dialogue that had done but little to illustrate the story of the strange personage by my side if possible i was more mystified than ever but it was not a time to be tempted by the lure of an idle curiosity however interesting the theme the perilous situation of my old comrades came once more vividly before my mind the thought recalled me to my duty and hurrying from the presence of that beautiful being whom i hoped soon to behold again i leaped upon the back of my horse and joined the utah warriors as they swept in full gallop from out the lines of their encampment End of chapter seventy four